In this episode, I give you five simple steps to dealing with one-star reviews like a pro. Hello and welcome to the Private Labeler Show, where we are dedicated to helping you take your Amazon business to the next level. Now, here is your host, Nick Landowski. Hey everybody, what's happening? Welcome to episode number 45 of the Private Labeler Show where we're helping 1,000 amazing entrepreneurs start an online business in 2016. Thank you for joining, I appreciate you. And in today's episode, I'm gonna give you five easy steps to dealing with the dreaded one-star review. And I'm gonna show you how you can actually use your one-star reviews and your overall customer reviews to improve your Amazon business. Now, before we get into that though, if you have a question that you want answered on the show, simply go to privatelabelershow.com forward slash ask. So dial that up, check that page out, and you can actually leave a 90 second voicemail question that I will listen to and respond to on a future podcast episode. So if you've got any questions about e-commerce, private labeling, Amazon FBA, whatever in between, just feel free to log onto that page. Again, privatelabelershow.com forward slash ask and leave that voicemail. Just make sure you speak clearly, loud, all that kind of good stuff before you send it off. Um, That way I can easily decipher what you're trying to say and answer your question accordingly. So check that out, guys. I would really appreciate it if you did. All right, so we're diving right in today, guys, full force. And we're talking about the dreaded one-star review that as an Amazon FBA seller, you know that it's probably going to happen to you sooner or later where you have a product or multiple products and occasionally you're going to get some uh, some bad reviews, some bad marks. It's just all part of the game. So it's really just a matter of knowing how to properly react to those one-star reviews. And that's what we're going to cover in today's episode. So as you know, reviews can definitely affect your conversion rates and essentially your overall sales, okay? So customers will read those reviews and then a lot of times make purchasing decisions based off of those reviews. So that's why it's really important to have you know high quality reviews, picture reviews, video reviews, things like that. And yes, customers will look at the, the bad stuff as well. So it's just really important that you properly handle that because if you get too many one star or bad reviews and you don't handle it properly, it can really affect the sales of that particular product. So it's essentially at the end of the day, just comes down to having a plan and knowing how to react and having some systems set up so that you can properly uh, move forward with your business and actually grow your business from that feedback, which we'll talk about. Now, it can be a, a natural feeling to want to defend your product, okay? You put a lot of uh, you know blood, sweat, and tears into that product, launching it you know, many, many hours, many, many days or weeks to getting that thing rocking and rolling and it's kind of like your baby, you know, it's, it's like your baby, you're going to take care of it, you're going to uh, protect it, defend it, no matter what it does. So both good and the bad, you're, you know, you're there out in uh, full force protecting it. So naturally, a lot of times sellers get a little too defensive. So and that's, you know, that's okay, but I'm going to kind of show you on how you should properly react to these situations. So don't worry about it, it is natural to want to defend your product. So here's a scenario. Let's say you wake up, and uh, you're excited. Maybe it's a you know Saturday morning. You're getting your coffee, whatever it is that you do, 
and um, dialing up some cartoons, some SpongeBob or whatever it is that you do. And you log on to Amazon, maybe you got a product or two out there and you're kind of checking your listing over. And all of a sudden you see that dreaded one-star review once you log on to the product page and your entire morning is just ruined. You're freaking at this point, man, you're upset, right? So that, that's a scenario that we're going to talk about. And I'm going to give you five quick steps to dealing with those one-star reviews properly. So step number one, again, this is to make sure that you monitor your sales pages daily, okay? And if you're not going to be the one doing it, have a virtual assistant do that. Again, you want to make sure you're checking for hijackers, but also just, you know, making sure that every review coming in, that, you know, if there's anything that needs to be tended to, that you are doing that. So step number one, monitor those reviews carefully. Um, you could also use a system like Salesbacker to get notified if you do get any negative reviews, which we'll talk about that in just a little bit as well. So that's step number one. You got to know and you got to pay attention, okay? Can't be, um, can't be running dark on this kind of stuff and only checking your stuff out you know, occasionally. So step number two, if you do notice that one-star review, guys, don't overreact. Just stay calm. It's a natural um, kind of feeling to want to you know, get in there right away and, again, start defending that product. So just don't overreact. Just calm the, you know, calm the heck down for a little bit. And uh, you know, step number three, you just want to read and understand what they're actually saying. A lot of times people overreact, as I mentioned, and they don't actually take the time to sit there and decipher and pay attention to what the actual concern is. So step number three, read and actually understand the issue and the concern. Is it legitimate? All right. That's what you want to know. Is it a legitimate concern? Did something break on the product? Is it something that you're like, okay, that makes sense. You know, I can understand why they are upset. So immediately after you kind of understand the concern, you want to respond. You want to take care of that customer. So step number four, guys, is make sure you respond and offer a solution. Okay. So you don't want to argue or bash the customer or anything like that. So you want to log in and essentially provide them with the appropriate solution immediately that's going to rectify the situation no matter what it is. If that's a refund, if that's sending them out a new one, whatever it may be, maybe offering them uh, some advice on how to use the product or whatever it is, but just take care of the customer and document it on that that, uh, customer review so that way they see it and you direct them to what you need them to do or whatever it may be, but respond and offer a solution, okay? Because if you have one-star reviews out there and you're not actually responding to them and offering a solution that way and putting that you know, underneath and when you're replying to the, to, the, um, to the one-star review, other customers might see that and are thinking, wow, this, you know, what's up with this company? Like That's a pretty bad problem and they didn't even seem to care. So you want to make sure that you're responding and uh, commenting on those reviews so that way you can take care of the customer. And then for future customers, again, they can see that. Now, step number five report any incorrect reviews to Amazon. So on a occasion or two, you may notice that uh, you get kind of some some bogus reviews or uh, maybe the customer is complaining about something not related to the product. Maybe they're complaining about the shipping or something like that unrelated to the product review. In that case, you might be able to get in contact with Amazon and point that out and say, hey, you know, this this product right, review right here isn't really a product review. It's, you know, dealing with maybe an Amazon uh, delivery screw up or something like that. Can you please remove that? So you can contact Amazon in certain situations and see if, you know, they could actually remove reviews that aren't really reviews. 
So you don't want to obviously fight with Amazon and tell them every single time you get a one-star review that it needs to be removed. It doesn't work like that. It's got to be specific that it's not an actual product review. And, and again, the customer might have left something, an issue with the shipping or something related like that. So just make sure that you pay attention to things like that. And you know, some people do have some success with getting um, bad or incorrect or bogus reviews removed. So just kind of put that in your back pocket. Also, too, kind of wanted to mention, almost step number six here, is make sure that your tone about everything and all your communications, either to Amazon or to the customer when you're responding to the reviews, is always 100% professional, okay? So everybody's going to be seeing this. That's why you don't want to log you know, on and, and see that one-star review and all of a sudden, again, start leaving uh, like replies that are not professional. Because, again, that's like airing your dirty laundry. Everybody's going to see that stuff. So you always want to make sure you have a professional tone. Again, not saying that you wouldn't, but treat it as a business because this is a business and you want to put your best face forward. And again, just be professional. Uh, make sure you communicate you know, accordingly and correctly. And again, always provide that solution. So I just thought I want to mention that as a side note as well. Um, now, moving along here, how do you actually use those one-star reviews, those bad negative reviews that you got that you're so upset about, how do you use those to your advantage to actually improve your product and your business? Because a lot of times people just get upset about those one-star reviews. They might respond and then they don't do anything about it. The whole point is to actually use that as feedback, okay? So you should be using customer reviews, both good and bad, the one-stars all the way up to the five-stars, as feedback, okay? You should constantly be, uh, be paying attention to what your customers are pointing out about what they do and don't like about the product, okay? And over time, you'll start to make some connections. Like, geez, everybody seems to be pointing out that they love this or they hate this or this is always breaking or this is you know always an issue. And you kind of have to take note of that stuff, okay? So make sure that you're noticing those things. And the beauty of these reviews, even though you get those you know, if you got a one-star review, again, take everything serious on there. And maybe you get another, uh, you know, one or two or three-star review pointing out like the same issue. Maybe it's something on that product isn't working right, or it's breaking too easy, or it's wearing out, or whatever it might be. Make sure, again, you use that as feedback so that you can talk to your factory or your supplier and say, hey, on the next order, can we strengthen this? Can we improve this? Can we change this? Uh, maybe it was a piece of plastic that was breaking. Can we upgrade that to a you know a piece of metal, a metal clip, or whatever it might be? So use that to your advantage. Okay, take that you know that one star review or those negative reviews to heart and go. Okay, we can actually improve our product so that way we don't get the one star reviews going forward with this. So talk to your factory about it. And actually, your factory, if they're good, they might actually be monitoring your Amazon product listings for you without you even really knowing it. And they might even be suggesting improvements to the product or upgrades to the product based on some of the reviews. So I actually have one of my suppliers that'll do that on occasion. She'll say, hey, Nick, um, we noticed that some of your customers are kind of wishing that you also offered this product, you know, to have this upgrade to it. Or, you know, if you could, you know, strengthen this or have, you know, uh, this being higher quality or whatever it might be. It might be something small that they, you know, that they're kind of pointing out that they could actually upgrade. And then the factory then says, hey, we actually can upgrade maybe that part of that product to be stronger or better or more durable or whatever it might be. So, that, you know, I think that's kind of cool. It's, first, it was kind of creepy knowing that my, my suppliers is you know checking in on my listings but hey they're actually just trying to try to help me out and build that relationship and show me that they actually care and that they want me to continue ordering with them you know having high quality products and things like that so another thing too is i recently launched a product that 
has a or had a slight issue to it that is kind of minor, but after I did kind of the launch, I noticed that two customer um, reviews or feedbacks that I got from them pointed out this particular issue. It wasn't anything major, it was just kind of something small, but immediately what I did, this is right after I launched, is I got in contact with the factory that made that item and I said, hey, um, on the next order, do you think that we could take a look into improving this part of it. You know, I sent them some pictures and said, hey, my customers are actually giving me some feedback saying that, you know, this isn't really designed very well right here. And um, can we work on a fix for the issue so that when we order the next batch, it'll be taken care of right away. That way I can avoid, you know, more negative feedback and, and improve the product for, for my customers. So uh, it was just about reacting quickly. I noticed it right away. One or two customers pointed it out. And um, again, I could have done nothing and probably been okay, but I want to avoid, um, you know, those one-star reviews in the future if they came down. But again, I just always want to be, you know, constantly upgrading my products and making them better. So that way I can provide the best possible, you know, products and value to my customers. So kind of think about what I just said right there. Just react quickly to everything and then use that feedback, those reviews, make sure you're going through them. Uh, you know, getting uh, kind of the, the details of what's working on your product and what's not. Talk to your factory and improve those products because then over time, as your products improve, you know, your reviews are going to improve and things like that. And then your conversions are going to go up and then your sales are going to go up and, you know, everybody's happy. So hopefully uh, whatever I just mentioned and said right there, you really kind of take to heart. So finally, I want to talk to you real quick about the importance of having systems set up in a place that will prevent a lot of, in fact, the majority of these one star and bad reviews from ever getting left to begin with, okay, in the first place. So it's really important that you have some simple system set up in a place. And my tool of choice for that is SalesBacker, okay? And I've talked about this a handful of times before, but that's what I use. And if you're unfamiliar with what SalesBacker is, essentially it's an autoresponder email sequence that goes out to the customer that you can set up and customize to your liking. And as soon as somebody buys a product from you, you can set up SalesBacker to start delivering emails, okay? So again, you can customize it however you'd like. You can communicate um, whatever it is that you need to communicate, asking for product reviews, asking for feedback, whatever it might be. But it's a really great customer service tool because as these emails are going out and the customer's opening them, if they do have an issue with the product that you sold them, maybe something broke on it or whatever it might be, instead of them getting mad and... and you know, going right to the uh, to the review page and leaving a one-star review and saying something broke and whatever, you could actually, again, have those emails go out that if they have an issue, there's a link in there that they could send you a quite, or like a, an email, essentially, and you know, it'll come directly to you, okay? That way, you can handle all of those customer issues appropriately and filter those so that they don't get to the... Uh, the review page where the customer's angry because you know something broke or something's messed up or they have a question about something. So using a feedback system like SalesBacker is critical in my opinion. And that's that's the system that I use, SalesBacker. I love it. Again, it gets me reviews and it also gets me feedback, but it's that point of contact and customers absolutely love it. Love it, love it, love it. When you are following up with the sale, asking how everything is going, so on and so forth. They absolutely love that. I'll get responses back, as I've mentioned before, quite often where people are like, hey, this is really great that you actually are following up with me on this. You know, they're not not used to that, okay? So 
If you want to try out Salesbacker, go to salesbacker.com forward slash go forward slash PLS. Okay, so check that out. Uh, there's like a free trial if you use that that link I just gave you there. Uh, no credit card required. So check that out. It's absolutely critical that if you're selling on Amazon that you have a system like that set up. And it's super simple to set up and, and kind of customize to your liking. So check that out. Again, I avoid a ton of issues by having Salesbacker. And also too, wanted to mention another thing with system. Salesbacker will actually alert me if a customer leaves, let's say, a, a bad review. Um, I can have I have it set up so that Salesbacker will actually email me and say, hey, uh, this review is just left on this product. We want to make you aware. So again, you can customize that and set that up. So that way I can react to the situation immediately. So I'll be notified. So Salesbacker does that, which is super awesome. So again, just having those systems set up in a place. And if you really want to take things a step further with systems to kind of avoid any of these issues where customers might have problems with the product or questions, and what, one of the things that you can do is set up a simple frequently asked questions page. So maybe uh, a simple website or web page or uh, a simple landing page where you formulate a whole list of frequently asked questions that you can compile and maybe in your inserts or whatever it might be, you can direct them that if they do have any issues or questions about their product, then you can forward them to that web page or that landing page or whatever it is if you don't have a full-blown website for your product or your uh, for your business yet. So directing them to the FAQ page is uh, is really important. That way you don't have to field so many questions, but also too, it'll help avoid some of those one-star reviews with frustrated customers not knowing how to use a product or whatever it might be. So uh, setting up an FAQ page could be something that you want to consider at a certain point. So to conclude this podcast and one-star reviews, just want to make sure you know that one-star reviews are not the end of the world. Okay, You have to kind of put a positive spin on things. Yes, they suck, but use that as an advantage to improve that product. And uh, really, again, just make sure you're professional about everything and uh, using everything as feedback. It's, it's not the end of the world. Don't worry about it. Just always keep your cool. Um, what are your thoughts on this episode? I'm just curious. Have you had a couple of one-star reviews before? How did you handle them? If uh, I left anything out of this episode that I maybe should have mentioned, what would it be? Let me know. I'd be curious on what your thoughts are. Simply go to the blog post for this podcast episode and leave me a comment or a question, and I would love to uh, read it and get back to you on that. And also, too, again, if you do have any questions that you want answered on a future podcast episode, simply go to privatelabelershow.com forward slash ask. There's anything on your mind, leave a voicemail question. Again, 90 seconds or less. Speak clear and concise. And I would absolutely love to review it and provide you with my opinions, thoughts, or just an answer to your question. So guys, that about does it. I will talk to you in the next episode. Take care. Hey, thanks for listening to the very end. I really appreciate it. Now, for being such a loyal listener of the show, we are offering you an exclusive discount on Jungle Scout for the Private Labeler Show community. Simply go to junglescout.com forward slash PLS to take advantage today. Or simply use the Jungle Scout link on my resources page on privatelabelershow.com. So take advantage of the savings and start finding the perfect product to sell today. Thanks.